What's going on, everybody? Hope you had a great weekend. It's Monday Madness time here at the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Today, I've got an exciting show for you covering a assortment of things that you're not going to want to miss out. But before I dive into today's episode, make sure to hit subscribe to the podcast, regardless of what platform you are listening to. In addition to that, make sure to take a moment, spend a little bit of time in that podcast platform, and please rate the Culture Jack podcast. This is super important for both Dustin and I as we dive back into Culture Jack so we can start getting ranked. And what that does is allows us to start competing with some of these other podcasts with no ranks. We're kind of sitting at the bottom of the barrel. So please take a moment and do that for us. I do have a community thing uh, that I will save until the end of the video. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Let's get Monday Madness started. All right, guys, I hope you had an incredible weekend as I did. I am wrapping up the office. That was the delay in the previous Monday Madness episode. I uh, didn't have my gear set up. I had anticipated having everything hooked up and uh, was going to try to be good to go. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. I got several delays. I'm not going to go into that, but I will say I am super stoked to be back in action, the office or home studio or whatever it is you want to call it is well on its way. It's not done yet. So I'm not doing a a little promo video, including it yet, but coming soon. Talking about coming soon. Recently, I've seen this advertised all over Facebook and you may have as well. And that is the Infinity Game Table. And that's one of the things I wanted to discuss today. And there's a couple of reasons why. If you're not familiar, the Infinity Game Table is brought to you by those folks over at Arcade One Up. Now, Arcade One Up, you should be familiar with because they have kind of blown up in the arcade market. You've probably seen videos of them online or maybe at one of your local retailers, you've seen them. These are the guys that are bringing those like mini arcades uh, to the stores and they're a few hundred bucks. And I want to talk about that because I think it's pretty cool. We're going to get to the infinity game table, but let me emphasize what these guys are doing. So they create a mini arcade cabinet And then you can buy accessories, which uh, ultimately is like a box that elevates it up. Or you can buy several variations of these different games, which include Golden Axe Arcade Cabinet. They've got Burger Time, Miss Pac-Man, X-Men versus Street Fighter. There is a small pinball machine they have. They have Big Buck Hunter, Pac-Man, 40th Anniversary. They've got Star Wars, NBA Jam, Frogger. A uh, different variation of Star Wars with a collection of games. They've got Final Fight Arcade, which includes several Final Fight games. Marvel Superheroes, which looks to have several, I believe it's like three or four games included in this. And then different variations. TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for those that don't know that. Uh, let's see, Mortal Kombat, which includes three variations of Mortal Kombat. Golden T which is get your golf game on Pac-Man, another street fighter. I'm just scrolling through and seeing, let me see if I can find something. Um, They've got rampage, which has gauntlet joust and defender. Uh, And then there's a, there's the like mini, mini version. And then there is some head to head versions and several variations. You can find 
all the details on these at arcade1up.com. Now, what's cool to me about what these guys are doing is I absolutely loved the arcade. My probably some of my fondest memories as a kid with video gaming. And I mean like a, a little kid during the console era, aside from getting a new console, getting new games is being able to go to the arcade. Now there was only a handful of arcades that I was able to go to um, some obviously better than others, but going there, getting the quarters and sitting there pumping them in, playing these games that you're like, I don't think it's coming to console and, and you're, smashing the big ass buttons and ripping through the joy pads was one hell of a time. And then those evolved and it, it was just super cool. Now, obviously at this point, it's quite nostalgic unless you go and hang out at a local arcade. Now we don't have a lot of arcades here um, at all. And they're, they're harder to find. Now there is a couple in Seattle, Washington that I've been to in the last, uh, probably five years ago. And then there's good old Dave and Busters, which is a blast. I, I still, it's a very nostalgic thing, but I still absolutely love it. That is the reason why I have kind of kept, uh, kept the, the fingers on the pulse of arcade one up to see, are these guys going to continue to evolve? Are they going to pick up more of these IPs or is this just kind of a nostalgic thing that they throw out a couple of small cabinets and then they go to the wayside. It appears as though these folks are growing and growing. Now, an interesting thing is uh, a local guy here and probably local to your areas too actually take these cabinets outside of the arcade one up and then they modify them to add a mini fridge or add extra games. And I'm going to circle back to that because there's some really cool things in video gaming history that we're going to discuss a little later in the podcast. But I thought that was kind of cool. You get a cabinet and then if you can get some stuff customized because then it's not a standalone three game unit that you play every once in a while, or maybe you have friends over and you play, it it kind of broadens its capabilities. Now, the Infinity Game Table, which is listed as coming soon, is essentially, I, I can't remember the name. This idea has been kicked around for many, many years, uh, not necessarily with gaming, but the idea to use a table, like a coffee style table for entertainment has been around for a while. Um, I can't remember what the name of it was, but years past, there was a really cool one and I think it came out, but it was A, expensive, B, what is the practicality of having a table with video games or games of the sort built into it? Well, Infinity's trying to answer that question with having a couple of sizes available, so a 24-inch and a 32-inch um, sizes, and it is an HD touchscreen. So imagine a 24-inch or 32-inch table, mind you, like a small coffee table that has an HD touchscreen. Now, some of the games you're wondering, well, what would we play collectively on said table? Well, what they're looking at is some of the iconic board games, which is a smart play. So, uh, they have agreements with Hasbro, so they're going to bring items like or, or games like Monopoly, Scrabble, uh, Trivial Pursuit, Shoots and Ladders, Candyland, and Yahtzee. There's going to be card games, coloring games, mini games, comic books, and many other uh, indie games brought to this table, but I still find it to be kind of a cool idea. Now, this, in my opinion, would only work 
if this is a thing that you partake in under regular circumstances. It, I personally would not want a little table like this unless I knew that I was playing these games with friends, family uh, on a regular, because then what's the point? You have essentially an, a big ass HD screen sitting in your living room or what have you. Uh, do I think that there is some potential? I absolutely do. I think it's a great, a great idea. Um, I've yet to see the execution on it. There are some videos available, but let's talk about some of the other features that the arcade one up infinity game table has, which includes dynamic zoom, uh, viewing provides personalized perspective for each player, tactile feedback to add levels of immersion, high resolution screen that adds next level, realistic depth and texture to all games, social play plus connect to other players worldwide with safe connect that allows up to six players. Now see that is pretty cool. So you could play monopoly in, in like if I got one and Dustin got one, I could play monopoly with Dustin on these two separate tables uh, from across the state, which I think is pretty cool, unique in its own. Um, they also include jigsaw puzzles, select a number of pieces based on skill, create puzzles with your own photos, and then share your creations with friends. They have digital coloring books and comic books also available, allows players to save the game and pick it back up later where they left off, which I hope so, right? So if you're playing Monopoly, uh, Dustin and I are playing Monopoly, I take off, I really hope I can save the game and it's just not start over uh, every time we play. So that's also cool. Uh, plugs into an AC outlet, detachable legs allows you to place on a solid flat surface. It comes preloaded with a selection of classic Hasbro games. Now that's the infinity game table. I'm trying to see, I don't see a cost on this guy. Um, and that's really the breakdown. I, so again, there is no cost posted on it. Let me go to some of the other ones. Let's look at one that's been around here. Let's look at this uh, limited edition Star Wars. This is like a seated uh, little mini seated game where you get to fly around a TIE fighter or something. Oh, damn it. And this is available through Walmart. Let's just see how much this is. So we're in around 500 bucks for that one. And that's, that's really what I've seen for some of their other products, right around four to 500 bucks. Um, there we go. Now I can actually see it. So I'm looking through Walmart because they're, they distribute to Walmart. Um, and it looks like, you know, the street fighter head to head tabletop is about 449. The little Pac-Man 40th is about 399. So guessing this infinity table is going to be right around that cost point, maybe more less cabinet. All it is, is a big screen. So maybe it's less. I'm not sure they don't have it posted. I can't view that, but it does say coming soon. Now talking about video games as a whole, I'm going to be covering a couple of Netflix shows that I've recently watched, but one that was really cool as this is uh, my era of video games and possibly yours as well. Depending on where you came into video gaming, myself, I came into video gaming in the, I, I would say predominantly in the late 80s, early 90s. And that was uh, when I was a kid, I got to see some Atari, some uh, some of that. And then I was, I was definitely present for the Nintendo. I was still 
probably too young to fully grasp what was going on as far as the market goes and as far as the significance of uh, Atari and then what Nintendo actually did. Now, some of the numbers that came out during those times was, you know, Nintendo was up to 280 million units or, or what have you. And these were huge. Atari was huge. Nintendo was huge. Now, I'm not going to go in and explain all of these differences because I don't need to. Our friends over at Netflix created an incredible docu-series called High Score. I would say it's definitely worth your time if you're interested in some of the history of the good old video games. And it includes, again, where video games kind of started from. It also includes how Nintendo came on the scene, Sega, and some of the competition. But it also talks about where the FPSs, some of the crazy stuff that happened during these times, such as arcades and, and the start of them. And then guys, what was really interesting was when guys from arcades came out and they had uh, started modifying these cabinets with special chips. It goes into that as well, which I thought was super cool. Now, this is, again, a Netflix series. There is six parts to it. Each episode, it looks like, is about 45 minutes. And I hope they do another. It was uh, very enjoyable. It just came out. It says it's a limited series. So roughly about 45 minutes each episode. And there's only six episodes. So take some time. Check it out. Um, there, There is some really cool stuff uh, in there, especially if you're a video game fan uh, as a whole. And uh, yeah, it's worth your time. So check that out. Now, talking about... Good old Netflix. There is another special that I recently watched that I thought was incredible. If you if you care now, most people may or may not care, uh, but I do. And that is called The Social Dilemma. Now, this show is lack of a better term, a breakdown of what we collectively as society have essentially endured since social media has become what it's become. Now, the the show is incredible because it features the guys like the engineers from Google, from Facebook, from uh, YouTube, from all of these sites, and they go in to this explaining how critical it is to get your attention and retain your attention in the way that likes work and the way likes don't work. And it's incredible because a lot of these guys have quit because of the moral and ethical issues that have arisen because of these social platforms and the addictions around those. Now, when you consider that and you think, hey, I put this post out or video out or in our case, a podcast out and it's a, you know, you, you get a bust. You only have two listens or you have two likes to where as a week ago you had 12. What that plays on the psychology of you on how important you are, how important you're not um, in all of that is incredible. I'm not cool because I don't get post likes like this person or that person to whereas there's a lot more 
I guess, at play than what one would give credit to, to where most of us are pretty shallow when it comes to that, thinking that, oh, that picture sucked, or this person isn't as cute as that person, or uh, their content. I just don't like their content, or I don't like them, and that's why they're doing this. However, in this other platform, in this other space, in this other group, maybe they're finding themselves more successful. Now, that's one and only one part of the aspect of this to where these engineers and these uh guys that built these platforms aren't even just targeting that they're targeting every time you get on, they want you to get on. They are essentially wanting to buy your time. And what does that mean to them? Well, it means that you're, you're looking at their content as much as it is your friends, families, so forth and so on. And there's so many different facets of this. Now, I highly recommend that you take some time, check this out. I am planning on doing a full episode on this simply because I feel like it warrants it because there's so much behind uh, how much they monitor everybody's activity and inact, most importantly, the inactivity that one displays in the social media world. It's absolutely dumbfounding if you watch this and you're like, holy shit, these guys and the, the way that Netflix depicts uh, depicted some of the activity is really cool. Um, it's better than just some guy watching there. Check it out. Uh, the runtime on that, I think it's about a 90 minute episode. Uh, well, it's a show, I should say, not an episode. It's called The Social Dilemma. It's available on Netflix now. It is one hour, 34 minutes. And uh, the, the brief description of it, this is a documentary drama hybrid explores the dangerous human impact of social networking with tech experts sounding the alarm on their own creations. Take some time, check that out. Now, you may think that you're removed from this. I guarantee if you watch this show, you're going to be like, holy crap, I didn't realize. And maybe you can help some of your friends or family because I know um, there was a time where social media was my life um, outside of work and in my immediate family. And uh, again, I'll go into that in a different episode, but again, watch this because you may be able to help some of your friends or even your own family, your kids that are uh, kind of stuck in this endless loop of social media and they're not sure and your emotions are running high because this, that, and the other. Take some time, check it out. Have your kid watch it if they're old enough to understand, obviously. So that is what is going on with that. Now, a couple of other things here coming from Netflix. I'm going to cover them because these are, this is the stuff that I've been watching. So high score was the video gaming docu-series that I watched and absolutely enjoyed the social dilemma. Also kind of a docu-series, uh, check that out. Now, a couple of things that recently came out is Hubie Halloween, including Mr. Adam Sandler, which was another happy Madison production in collaboration with Netflix. Uh, the rating on this is PG-13, runs about an hour and 43 minutes. It is a horror movie. It is classic Adam Sandler. I went into watching this uh, with my my little boy, my wife, my daughter, with low expectations, simply because I had a strong feeling that this was going to be that kind of mashup between the happy Gilmores and the little Nickies and whatnot. And really that's what it was. Was it enjoyable? I think it was, I, I, I think it was, I think there was a couple of funny parts. Uh, 
and the cast in it is absolutely just staggering with obviously Adam Sandler, uh, Maya Rudolph, Michael Chiklis, uh, China Ann McLean, Jackie Sandler, Kevin James, Rob Snyder, Colin Quinn. Uh, let me go through and give you a couple of other big names. Rayleigh Oda is even in this. Uh, Kenan Thompson's in it. You've got Steve Buscemi, Tim Meadows, and several others make appearances in it to include a special appearance by Ben Stiller. So check it out if you're if you're looking for something kind of middle of the road. It's definitely not the best movie you're going to watch, but it's definitely not uh, the worst, I guess. I don't know. I didn't think it was that good, but... I enjoy Halloween movies. This was the newest one, one of the newest ones that came out. Check it out, Hubie Halloween. Now, one that is coming out soon, guys, that I'm absolutely stoked to see is The Cabin with Burt Kreischer, also available on Netflix. This is a running series. I don't know how many episodes because they did not release that, Um, but I am a huge Burt Kreischer fan. Um, I have been for a long time. I've made several mentions of this on the show just simply because the guy is just unhinged and extremely funny. I find him to be very funny. Although I will say, if you're unfamiliar with Burt Kreischer, he is not appropriate for uh, young children. And depending on your household, uh, probably even your teenage children as well. But He's freaking hilarious. And uh, Bert also has a show on uh, a podcast, Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura, another hilarious comedian. I highly suggest you guys following this. Now, the concept of the cabin is, from what I've gathered from the trailers, is they essentially have a cabin in the woods. Bert's out there for several weeks and he has guests come and participate, talk about life, talk about some funny stuff, do funny things. And some of the cast now, the uh, trailer gives uh, a better idea who is in this, but he, obviously Bert is the host and then he gets other comedians and other big name people such as Nikki Glazer, Joe McHale, Anthony Anderson, uh, Miss Pat, Caitlyn Jenner, Bobby Lee, Dion Cole, Tom Segura, uh, uh, Donnell Rawlings, Joey Diaz and Kaylee Coco and I believe there's there's more. I'm not sure. Check that out as it comes available October 13th. That's the first season. I hope this turns into a long runner because, again, I, I like his entertainment style. I like how shock and awe and how nothing is on limits. This dude says some crazy shit. Super funny guy. Um, and I, I hope the uh, show is successful. Again, available October 13th. Now, talking about October 13th couple of things you may or may not know. I just discovered this the other day and was was kind of blown away. October 13th and 14th is Amazon Prime Day. If you're a Prime member, you're going to want to go on to Amazon because they're going to have all these crazy deals. It's essentially Amazon's version, their internal version of Black Friday to some degree. They still participate, yes, in Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all of that, but... In this case, uh, they've been doing it for several years. I've I've participated and bought in several things because of how great the pricing is, and I will be as well. So Prime Day is the 13th and 14th of this week. Okay, so this episode comes out the 12th, 13th, 14th. You're going to be shopping on Amazon. Well, maybe you are, maybe you're not. But guess who is competing this year? Walmart. 
has stood up and said, hey, we're going to have a, air quote, special sale the 13th and 14th. Guess who else jumped on this bandwagon, folks? There's two other big retailers that you may want to consider looking at if you were in the market to purchase, whether it's electronics or maybe it's just some extra goods and you had some money nestled away for Black Friday or maybe it was for Prime Day. And that is Target is having days of deals on the 13th and 14th as well, available online. And then, of course, you can go to the store And then good old Best Buy is having their pre-Black Friday deal or their special Black Friday savings styles on the 13th and 14th as well, competing against the juggernaut Amazon Prime. I'm super stoked that they're doing this. Why? Because there's there's a handful of things I need to get for my new office here that I have been delayed to get for no real reason other than I've looked at several different options and uh, hopefully this will allow me to get a couple of items that I want at an incredible price. And uh, that's that's where I'm sitting. So I will be shopping more than likely Best Buy and Amazon. But again, it's available. there's going to be huge sales at Target and Walmart as well. So you're not limited to Amazon Prime this year Check out these other retailers. I'm stoked to see them compete in this market because I feel like it's good. I hope and and love Best Buy. I love going to Target and buying Target stuff uh, as much as I do, which is not very often. And I want to see these guys continue uh, being profitable and, and sticking around. I don't want to see them plummet and disappear like many other retailers have over the last decade. So check that out. Now, Let's see, what did I cover today so far? Covered, uh, let's see, arcade one-ups. We talked about that. We talked about high score, social dilemma, Hubie Halloween, the cabin with Burt Kreischer, and this special retail sales, the cash grab from some big retailers. Now, before I wrap this episode up, it's, this episode's actually gone kind of strange. I'll tell you straight up, my headphones died halfway, so I hope the audio works well. For some reason, I did not charge my headphones, which is a crapshoot by good old Beats. I use a, a set of uh, the Beats Pros or whatever they're called, and I hate that they're not passive. Um, I'll go into that in probably a different episode, but they're not passive, which means as soon as the battery dies, I'm SOL, and that happens. So I, for the better part of this episode, I have not been reviewing uh, the audio, which is unfortunate, um, and generally I do, so hopefully the audio is coming out good. So I'm trying to find something here because... Let's see, as I'm scrolling, vigorously scrolling through my phone to try to find some something I wanted to talk about and kind of end this episode with. Let me, uh, let me do something here. Sorry about this uh, staggered delay. Technical difficulties on today's show. Let me, there we go. Okay, so it looks like uh, the good old Facebook, where we do a lot of promotion for the Culture Jack podcast. If you guys haven't visited the Facebook page, obviously, 
please do so. Like the page. That means you're going to get all the content we get. Of course, there you can rate. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, you can rate. You'll also get not only our podcast content, but you'll also get any of our promo content and anything else. And that's at Culture Jack the Podcast. Now, I'm going to run through this list very quickly. This is not going to be comparable to the uh, Eminem Godzilla song. So I'm going to run through this list in appreciation for the growing Culture Jack community. Uh, both Dustin and I really do appreciate it. It is a, uh, it's definitely a positive thing to see the community grow with new likes. Now, again, if you, if you're on this list, I'm about to rip through, uh, it doesn't stop there guys. So you like the page and we do, we, we very much so appreciate that, but it doesn't stop. Keep, you know, a keep listening, please comment. And then of course, share the content. That's, that's really what helps us. We're still in a, in that fetal stage of podcasting and we need as much help from you, the listener, as we possibly can get. And believe me, um, we pay attention to those that are helping. So without further ado, and I'm probably going to mess some of these names up, but I'm going to run through this full list as quickly as I can. And, uh, let's just go through, I'm going to just do first names. Maybe I'll do last. Maybe I'll do first and last in the next one. Um, and this is a thanks from both Dustin and I on all of the likes and uh, everything here on the Culture Jacked Facebook page. We're going to start with thank you, Kim, Nyla, Sarah, Sean, Amelia, Chase, Richard, uh, Rhiannon, Dave, Don, Taryn. Uh, Joe, Norma, Linda, Ernest, Tom, Ken, Gary, Bobby, Ken, Ron, Roy, Anthony, not me, someone else, uh, Sky, Echo, Jeremy, Christian, John, Rockabilly, Tori, John, Michael, uh, Tuntun, Sean, Alexander, Michelle, Danielle, Edward, Patrick, Christina, Vitali. Uh, Sean, Rocky, Melinda, Chris, uh, Christiana, Hammy, Florence, Laney, Matthew, Nicole, Andrew, Veronica, Logan, Maria, Cara, Josh, Matthew, Ponk, Tracy, Randy, Bethany, Joel, Alex, Jane, Sammy, uh, Marina, Warren, uh, Skylar, Summer, Brian, Kendall, Cody, Vladimir, Andrew, Nikos, Joseph, Maria, Mike, Aaron, Dylan, Chrissy, Kyler, John, Jessica, Eric, er, uh, Erica, Brandon, Jason, Virginia, and Jim. Thank you all for the likes on Facebook. Next time I do that, I will, uh, A, drink a shitload of water, come up and do what I was imagining in my head, which I did not execute, is that uh, run on the movie Ted, but I'm not that good. Maybe next time. Uh, uh, But as I said right before I read those names off, thank you guys immensely for liking the page. Let's take the let's take the relationship to the next step, and that is obviously listen to the content. Check us out on your favorite podcast uh, platform. Rank us on the the uh, the podcast platform, so that really does make a difference for our viewership and allows us to grow within those platforms um, because of the ranks. It's how the algorithm works, folks. I don't control it. Um, but you guys do, and that is where that comes in, and it is extremely important 
Again, it's Monday Madness, folks. I hope you had an incredible weekend. You're getting ready for that work week or whatever it is you have coming on this week. You know, stay positive, explore the creative, and make sure to check out the Friday show with Dustin. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you in the next episode.